Hey there, I'm Rachel Roberts, and this is Don't Sleep On It by HuffPost. We're just a few days from New Year's Eve, and today we're giving you some advice on New Year's resolutions and tips on how to survive the rest of this holiday season. When it comes to setting New Year's resolutions, most people shoot for the moon. We tell ourselves that this will be the year we'll give up carbs, go running every morning, become a vegan, or quit drinking. Inevitably, three weeks later, we find ourselves right back where we started. When it comes to health goals in particular, all-or-nothing goals, which are usually based in unrealistic expectations and don't leave any wiggle room, are a setup for failure. In fact, only 8% of people keep their New Year's resolutions. So instead of making hard-line resolutions this year, experts suggest increasing your chances for long-term success by approaching your health goals as a reset instead of a resolution. What's the difference? A resolution represents a firm decision to do or to not do something. But a reset is an opportunity to set again or set your habits differently. With a reset, you commit to moderate realistic goals and make small changes every day, not just on January 1st. A reset also allows for flexibility as you progress and figure out what does or doesn't work for you. Small incremental lifestyle changes may feel less sexy, but they have a much greater chance of creating real change. Say you're thinking about giving up red meat as your resolution for 2019. Taking the reset approach, you might decide to only indulge in a burger once a week or cut your meat portion sizes in half and add more vegetables to your plate instead. Another disadvantage of resolutions is that they typically have a clear start date, like January 1st, which tricks your brain into thinking that they have an end date, too. A reset, on the other hand, is about creating healthy habits for the long term. Whatever you decide to commit to, the important thing is to use the energy of the new year as an opportunity to make important changes for your health. So forget resolutions. Get to resetting. Christmas and Hanukkah may be over, but we've still got another weekend of holiday parties and New Year's Eve to get through. So if you've been overindulging, here's a cocktail tip to help you get through New Year's. The trick is low ABV cocktails. What's that, you ask? Well, ABV stands for alcohol by volume. So these are cocktails with lower proof spirits, wine and beer mixed with classic cocktail ingredients like bitters, garnishes, and syrups. Low ABV drinks are typically defined by bartenders as using primarily low-proof liquors under 20% ABV or small quantities of liquors over 40% ABV. To give an example, the average vermouth, commonly used in low ABV cocktails, has about 16% to 18% ABV, while a higher-proof spirit like mezcal, gin, or whiskey typically ranges from 40% to 65% ABV. So with a lower ABV cocktail, you're consuming a much lower alcohol content. The results is tipples that are not only delicious, but also keep the drinker in the game without getting too drunk, or in some cases, packing on the calories. And there are many ways, ideal for parties at the bar or home entertaining, to keep alcohol consumption in check. UCSD professor and cardiologist Dr. Jia Shen favors wine for those who will choose to have multiple drinks in a single evening. Other great low ABV ingredients to consider this holiday season include beer, Prosecco, and other sparkling wines, fortified wines like sherry and port, rice wines like soju, amari like fernet branca, and liqueurs like lilit and pims. So now you're ready to party on and make it to midnight. Happy early new year. For all the latest news stories, head to HuffPost.com. Bye!